0: Welcome back everybody. Yay. <laughs> is that still a funny
1: it's joke? Still, I think it's funny and it was a really like
0: sad attempt at it too. So My name is Riley. I'm here with Kendren. Hi. You're listening to come at me an extremely important podcast. We so promise. fucking important. Um so important in fact that today we are going to be talking about Justin Timberlake's new album Man of the Woods. Hell yeah. Um, before we do that, Kindred has a story. I also have a story because we're just gonna derail this before it even begins. Let's guys, just
1: go for it. Guys, you come for, you come for the chatting and you don't stay for the reviews because we don't do very good ones.
0: Truly. So. That's the truest shit ever.
1: Um, I'm gonna start my quick story and it's, um, it has no payoff. So, like, don't be expecting, like, a punchline or anything. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> Wow, <laughs> anyone who hasn't like who doesn't just like us already has clicked away. Uh, I hope they podcast. have.
1: Good. Um, Riley can Riley can vouch for me on this. Uh, my dad is notoriously, notoriously bad at uh, song lyrics. Um, And words in general. (laughs) but but Which is (laughs) ironic. (laughs) It's funny because he's a writer. It's hilarious. Um, But one of his song lyrics that he's messed up um, forever is Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. And the lyric is, uh, no message could have been any clearer. And my entire life, or my dad's entire life, until probably like seven years ago when he told us this, and then we all teased him incessantly, he thought that the lyrics were... um, no message could have bend and or quiver, which doesn't make uh, any sense. Uh,
0: uh, 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 what? Why?
1: <laughs> anyway, um, what I'm trying to say is my dad is really, really bad at just song lyrics.
0: All mm-hmm. song lyrics.
1: He doesn't know what songs say. Anyway, last weekend I was driving with he them. You should hang out with Josh, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's, I, I think I knew that about Josh, too. Yeah, so just together they would they would know exactly what the song was saying. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anywho, last weekend, riding the car with my dad and my sister Nene, and, um, I wasn't in a good mood, because I'm rarely in a good mood, you guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry to reveal this to you. (laughs) You're so (laughs) pleasant. I'm just, like, super always in a good mood. But, um, (laughs) Anyway, and I was kind of sulking, and they were like... My dad was like, turn on Wham Rap. And I was like, oh, please, can we just sit in silence? And they were like, <laughs> no. So, Nene turns on Wham Rap, which I've never heard. Because um, I like George Michael, and I like Wham. I just, like, I'm not familiar, familiar with all their discography. Why Ri- not? Riley, are you familiar with Wham... Wh- God damn. With Wham Rap?
0: The only... Wham related thing that I'm into is last Christmas, and then I really have listened a shit ton to George Michaels solo album, Faith, because my dad really liked
1: it. Right. And I am more familiar with Wham because my dad really liked Wham. Oh dads. (laughs) Raw. Just our parents, am I right? Um anyway, Ram Rap I can't say it. I'm out. I'm out, guys. Thanks for tuning in for three minutes. Bye, Kendra. <laughs> Bye. I'll no, okay. Wham rap. Wham. Wham rap. Um, is an incredible song. Go look it up on Spotify or YouTube. It's just absolutely amazing. But when Nene turned it on, my dad rapped, saying every single lyric perfectly. And at the end of the song, after four minutes, I I think my mouth was just to the ground because, and I turned to him and I said you got every single word of that right he's like I love wham rap and that's the end of my story it was just really truly incredible an incredible moment in my personal life that's beautiful
0: I can oh, picture it perfectly it's something of a miracle I might venture to say <laughs> truly uh, truly so I have a, a short story that's I don't know. When I think about it, maybe it's not an interesting thing. It's just something I wanted to tell Kindred, really. So here we are. Um, Every first Friday of the month, I have a team meeting at work where we, like, quote, unquote, train. Oh, God. Um, Once a year, we have to do, like, OSHA, an Mm -hmm. OSHA class to, like... not OSHA. Like, refresh our memories about safety and shit. Right. Um, And for some reason, what we've opted to do is to have a cranky old middle-aged woman (laughs) on speakerphone talk to us in a giant meeting room for two hours.
1: Oh, it's too long. Too long. Okay,
0: Two fucking hours. And we're all already dreading it because it's like the worst two hours of your life. Right. And this woman starts off her, like, spiel to us about safety. Mm Mm-hmm. By talking about the hashtag Me Too movement... No. No. And she's just like, I just want to make you guys aware that dentists are being hit by the Me Too movement. And I've had five clients who have had accusers and blah, 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 blah. Then... Oh, <laughs> oh my God. She goes on to say that these women... Okay. I'll try to remember exactly. I sh- I wrote it down exactly while I took notes today cuz I was like like aghast. Okay. Um, but she said like women just want to be part of a group. History has taught us that. <gasps> what So that that was her first thing about how like these women are just fucking liars. And okay. then she says and by the way, all five of these women are Currently receiving psychiatric care. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She, and then she goes on to talk about how she has ADHD and she goes to a psychiatrist every three months to get her fucking crack. But blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. I was just like, hey, are you fucking kidding me?
1: I am sitting like, here with my mouth completely agape.
0: I. She just, like, she decided to start this meeting off with these, like, you know, 25 people she doesn't know yeah. by completely discrediting. An important movement helping people like finally stand up against accusers who have sexually abused them, harassed them, whatever. Good
1: and lord! And she just
0: wants to like get it out on the books that she thinks it's a bunch of bullshit because quote unquote women just want to be part of a group.
1: I know that's why I all of the things that I've ever done in my life is because
0: <laughs> I just I'm a be lady part of a group. and I
1: want to be part of a hashtag group. You
0: guys, that's all. That's all I want. Like it was like the hmm. most inappropriate and uncomfortable way to start this meeting. And of course she can't see us. So I'm like right. looking around the room and everybody <laughs> is pissed. Yeah. No, because shit. we're literally like it's 20 women. And then one of our male doctors was there. Right. And so we're all just like, are you fucking kidding me? Cause like, of course, you know, one in five people in that room have experienced something like that. Right. Statistically speaking. Right everyone was pissed. And oh then uh, it was just, there were several other things that she did during that meeting that I was like, why the fuck do we let this woman talk to us? It right. was crazy.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: On that note, <laughs> can't read. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of Justin Timberlake's newest album, Man of the Woods?
1: Um, I'd like to start by reading a couple five-star reviews and a couple lesser than five-star reviews from Amazon.com. Um, I'm This is a podcast trope that I enjoy, and so I'm bringing it to this podcast for this episode.
0: Hell yeah. All right. Hell
1: yeah. So five stars. It's called Something Golden for Everyone, and this is by Cecilia Olson on February 9th. This is a review of the album? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She says, I think this is a very courageous and clever album. To me, it's different, and although not every song is my favorite, everything is good. Some songs are just golden. I would say everyone will find something that they will absolutely love, like I have. Enjoy! <laughs> and then here, here's another five star. There, some of them are just like so earnest. I really love it. Here's That's a five cute. star, and it says... This may be my favorite album from Justin. Uh, (laughs) My good
0: friend Justin. (laughs) Like, no last name.
1: Right? By Peppermint Tulip. And this is February 3rd. This may be my favorite album yet from Justin. So full of funk and soul with just subtle hints of country. So many lyrics (laughs) of love for his wife and son. I just love it. Higher, higher is another level. All right. And then... What? (laughs) um, I've got a one star and this one's titled strange vibe and this is a review by stay at home mom on february 3rd okay um thank you stay at home mom it says it says very different sweet his wife and son were inspiration but strange music just didn't care for this titles don't relate to songs mostly funk or disco i disagree this sounds like country um
0: strange music <laughs>
1: And then I there's one called Five Stars and it gave it five stars by Don Sonora. <laughs> yeah, because it's really stupid. That's great. This is by Don John '87, and it, this Wonder is all it says: one. track called Supplies goes in. Check it out. Goes in where? I don't what know. What does that mean? All right. And now I've got some really great uh, one stars. This one is one star. It's called Horrible New CD, Horrible Performance at Super Bowl, and Ugly Camouflage Wardrobe. And this is by <sighs> Nabil. And it says, I love Justin Timberlake, but do- this new album is horrible. Didn't care for 2020 album at all, and this new Man of the Wood CD is awful. Do not like this one. Do not like one song on this. Very disappointed. Listen I like to this. That.
0: She specifically is mad about the compact disc. I know, it's really great.
1: Listen to this album before purchasing. For me it was a total waste of money and I will be giving the CD away. I am okay, a that's just your own
0: goddamn fault <laughs> for not just
1: streaming it on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. I am a Justin Timberlake fan but will not spend any more money on any new music f- coming from him him in the future. Lyrics are bad and I just don't like it. Super Bowl performance was crap and those awful clothes parentheses camouflage look horrendous don't like any of his music since its first two solo albums okay and then uh this is my favorite this is a really good one this is this is a three-star review this is the last one and it's called just so so and this is by p cleo 1794 okay it says only a few of the songs are good. It's great that JT is so happy, but this album was a little too overindulgent and lacked cohesiveness that was present on his previous albums. Also, when are music artists going to realize that no one wants to listen to, a, to random people talking for a whole track? Coldplay just recently did this too, and it was weird. It's great that Jessica loves your shirt, but this isn't a cologne <laughs> advertisement, it's an album, and no one wants to hear it. And three people found that one helpful. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so Kendron, I, what are your thoughts? So, what did I think of the album? Yeah. Um. So, guys, I picked this last week, as you'll hear if you listen to the previous episode. Um, I have no feelings toward Justin Timberlake. I wasn't was he in uh in Sync or Backstreet Boys. I. No, don't start. Oh, my God. No, please. Which I... Kendrin, don't
0: you... Don't you dare ask if Justin Ramen-haired-ass Timberlake was in Sync or Backstreet Boys. Oh, my God.
1: I wasn't allowed to or listen that's not what my parents listened to and i had no individual taste and i probably still don't have any individual taste but i definitely didn't when i was in kindergarten
0: (laughs) so i don't know anything
1: about either band Um, all right honey
0: he was an insane okay okay he was the front man he was the youngest member of the group and he had gross hair i remember the hair um but i anyway
1: so I have no feelings for Justin Timberlake. I guess I know him most from, like, Saturday Night Live when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, he's friends with Jimmy Fallon, who I don't care for. He's fine. I don't know. Um, anyway, Do you have I sn- opinions? <laughs> I started, like, I'm trying to get to him because I don't really. I started this, I'm trying to, I started this album on Monday while I was at work. And I was like, Filthy's the first song. And I was like, oh, this is catchy. And then uh, Midnight Summer Jam comes next. And I was like, oh, this too is catchy. And then I couldn't, not a single song in the rest of the album even somewhat held my attention. And I, it's not, Filthy is Filthy is very, very catchy. It's a pop song. And so is Midnight Summer Jam. But like some of the Amazon reviews said, like, oh, I don't think I read the one, but there's one and it's like, the lyrics are just kind of shallow. And it's not that they're shallow. It's just in Filthy one of the lyrics is hater's gonna say it's fake and like that's not like I don't really care. I just <laughs> don't really care Justin. <laughs> um and so with that, I don't hate it and like he, I think he's talented probably. I just really, I don't know. I just it didn't hold my attention, but i but I had filthy stuck in my head all week, but okay, you know, um, and I think that you, Riley. I don't. I genuinely don't know. Um, I was going to say, when I started listening to it, I was going to say that you love it. But then I looked at the year, and we, you had mentioned to me, maybe like a week or so ago, when we were talking on the phone, that you liked his last album, which was 2020 from What I Can Glean, and his latest one wasn't great. And that was before I had chosen this album, but I didn't... Anyway, so I don't know. You could love it or you could hate it. I do not know how you feel fair.
0: Okay. I have a sparkly ass notebook in front of me. Good. I have a lot of things to say. <laughs> Good. <laughs> number 1. Um I'm not going to number anything after number 1. I I don't hate this album. Mhm. I think it's extremely disappointing. Yeah. And very meh. Okay. Which I don't think is yeah. a thing people still say, but that's it's a good word to describe this. Right. Um, and I have some philosophical questions I want us to talk about okay. regarding this album, okay? Please. I did really like t- the 2020. He had two 2020 albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked both of them a lot at the time. I listened right. to them a shit ton. Um, used to drive around in my old-ass 1968 Volvo and blast all the songs on like those cassettes that would hook into your phone you know yeah oh I
1: know the one girl
0: yeah and I I really really did love it for a long long little stretch and then I it did not age well at all oh yeah and I feel like that's you know a sign of like if something's actually good or not if it might capture your attention for more than just like the moment that it's fun and new yeah so, holy shit, I don't even know what to talk about. I have a lot of things I want to talk about okay. because... Uh, I'll do this... my best to participate in a conversation about it. You'll be able to. Okay. So, like, this album was marketed as this, like, woodsy album. Not yeah. even as a country album. Right. Um, Just
1: more like, um, um, one of the, al- one of the reviews I read said Old Bony Vare. That was the marketing. Okay. Okay,
0: so like going into this, literally, I I thought it was gonna be like a Bon Iver thing because that's yeah. his whole thing is he'd like go out to like a cabin and in the woods and write woods music, right? Woods music, um, and then the first song plays Filthy, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's just a t- Justin Timberlake album, yeah. And I do, I really like "Filthy." I think it's yeah. like easily the best song on the album.
1: Easily, and I think um, it was a
0: mistake leading with it because it was same, same. Because it that's my here's my, what I wrote verbatim for "Filthy." I have notes on every song. Okay, um, it's a fucking tease. Yeah, it um, it
1: genuine. That's exactly yeah. what it is.
0: Like I love it. It's everything you want in a Justin Timberlake song. It's right. sexy, sloppy, Hell, oh, it's, groovy, yeah. grindy, dancey, simple, Funky. and so good heavily heavily sex focused which yeah. is like his brand and it like works uh, well yeah. for him he's
1: a sexy man I mean it just works but I,
0: I've like I really don't know where to begin so he 2020 and um future sex love sounds I don't mm-hmm. know anything about justified which is his other solo album because I was like I don't know what year that came out but I certainly wasn't interested in Justin Timberlake at the time okay um Sync's first album was my first album of my mm-hmm. life. Okay. I was five. And I was in love with Justin Timberlake, but I pretended to be in love with Lance Bass because I had a bitchy best friend who's claimed Justin.
1: We all had that <sighs> friend. So I was like, I guess I like
0: Lance now. <laughs> oh he's Anyway, yeah. I've loved I've loved Justin for a long time, okay. but um He's charming to the point of like insincerity that I like yeah. I'm like you're too charming like on Saturday night live or on yeah. like Oprah or whatever yeah. he might do. It's he's like always way too likeable really, to the point that like, I'm like
1: calculated. He knows exactly yeah. what he's
0: doing. And I mean, he was like on Mickey Mouse Club and shit mm-hmm. as a kid and he's just been like groomed to be this entertainer. Yeah. At least that's the perspective I yeah. have. And I feel like that lends itself to this album's failures in a huge way yeah so my first question mm-hmm. we we're gonna talk about okay is what makes the song good
1: okay i think we probably i think we probably have differing opinions on this but not too differing
0: i don't feel like i know the answer at all so if you okay. have something to say i'd love to hear it
1: well i mean i think it's I think, uh, actually, reading through all of these, Amazon... I should have been working. I should have been working, you guys. Uh, but all, reading through all these reviews, um, it's it really was interesting because um, there were so many of them that picked, like, Montana is the best song on the album, or The, the Flannel is the best song on the album. Like, songs oh. that I couldn't even get through because yeah. Filthy was so catchy and poppy. Um, and I think it's so personalized, because, like, I can't, I don't know, I can't stand a lot of songs that people like, and people probably can't stand most of the
0: music I listen to. Well, that's, so that's where my question came from, is, like, I listened to this album yeah, maybe, like, five times this week, and, like, the first time I heard it, a lot of the songs, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. And then the more I listened to them, I'm like, it doesn't suck, it's just, like, Right. Why is this not good? And I don't well, even have the answer. I think
1: I, for me, um, with these sorts of like ultra pop, you know, Justin and Timberlake is insanely high production. Famous. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not very personal. And you can tell there are like five yes. people on for the stupid, stupid, filthy lyrics that are literally nothing. Five yeah. people wrote the lyrics. And I right. was like, put your filthy hands all over me. This ain't the clean version. L- like gonna that's say like it's
0: fake. Exactly. So real. I
1: was like, "What? I was like, "Wow, you guys really did it." And even though it's super catchy, it's not like it's not a handcrafted song yeah. or or well, album, I feel like. It's just it's very it's just very measured, I guess, like his
0: personality. Yes. And that brings me to my next point. Okay. Um I I think, and mm-hmm. I obviously, I don't know Justin Timberlake. We didn't talk about this, right? Um, to me, this seems like his answer to these huge pop, um, records that have been released lately that are extremely personal. Um, yeah. In the in the realm of Lemonade by Beyonce, yeah, Lemonade was intensely personal and right. vulnerable, and also had these like voiceover things, which worked because she did them and right they like made fucking sense right um but like the thing that he's lacking here i think he's trying to do that like when he was asked about this album he said this album is about my wife my son and where i'm from right i think he wanted to make this super personal album but like he only knows these high production right albums made to sell. Right. And he's he's lacking the pain, the uh-huh. art, the perspective and the talent to right. make this work in the way that someone like Beyonce or Kendrick Lamar can make it work.
1: Right. And I I think you've hit it exactly on the nose. Whereas, you know, Filthy is insanely catchy, obviously, and I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but I assume it was probably really entertaining if he played that song. Like it's not it's like, I don't know. Good for him. You're just, even, you even, like, briefly saying, like, it's his wife and his son and where he's from. I'm like, those are not, no. Like, they, they don't even, like, that's play not, into it. No, it doesn't play like, into it at all. And, like, I don't know. Like, what pain can he really have? Is he from, like, Southern California or, like, the that's Midwest? The thing. I don't know. That's the thing,
0: is it's, like, you're not buying it, you know? Right. You're just not... Or I'm not buying it. No. But, and, like, especially, I'm going to stop saying like one day, I swear it's to God. It's fine. It's but okay. But it's not today. Um, I think the part that, like, makes it so off-putting yeah. is how, like, pandering it feels. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, he's trying to be like, I have a son now. I'm a father. And it's like, and yeah. I'm sure he's a great dad. But he yeah. also is, I think, at his core, mm-hmm. a performer
1: definitely you know? and that's and why th- he
0: has to have six
1: other people help
0: him write a song right Cause... and there's um some quote that i couldn't find it so i can't say it verbatim but mm-hmm. um when 2020 albums came out yeah like 90% of those songs are literally just about sex yeah which is, like, f- fun and great. Yeah. Um, but someone asked him, like, how does your wife feel about you, like, writing songs like this? And he right. basically just said, like, music is acting. Like, this is a character. Right. And I think if you're coming at music from that perspective, writing an album like this really don't work for you.
1: Right. He needs to... And I haven't listened to the 2020 experience, but, like, that... It seems his formula would work better with that.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> the- like he kind of... He lost, like what he does, you know, like what he, what, what his role in the world of music is, is not what he tried to do here. And that's why it really does not work.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's probably really hard for him because, because let me get on my soapbox for a minute. In this age, (laughs) in this age where literally every, anyone can put music on the internet, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just, there are so many musicians out there and you have access to all of the musicians any musician worth his weight in gold will have at least you know if they're trying to be serious they have a song on the internet Mm -hmm. like he i mean he's got to feel like he's becoming irrelevant the style of music where you have producers just produce something that's gonna be super catchy like it's 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 old i mean i think it's
0: very dated (laughs) right I wanna jump in here, but my audacity's frozen, so okay. I don't know if I can. Cool. Just let let i <laughs> just we'll hang
1: out for a sec. Guys, Riley's mic, just in case you aren't hearing it. Her audacity is doing some fun things.
0: Oh no. Are we back? Are we back? I don't know, are we? I don't know. It does this thing now, if you like come back from it being frozen where it looks really skippy, so I don't okay. know. But I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say Whatever I was about to say, okay, which now I don't remember. Hmm. I was talking
1: about how he's irrelevant. Oh yeah, or he must feel like he's relevant. Something
0: I think is really interesting is if, like, I was googling a lot of things about this album. Yeah. If you search Justin Timberlake, the mm-hmm. little thing like under his name says American actor. Oh. It doesn't very say like American musician, American whatever. It says American right. actor. Right. And I thought and that was really interesting.
1: Yeah. And I think he's very convincing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I don't, like, honestly, I really don't have anything against him. Like, I think he's probably yeah. a really nice guy. Yeah. I, I mean, think... there
1: hasn't, nobody's come out with sexual harassment against him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like.
0: <laughs> like, I think um, what he does, he he does well as yeah. in like being a performer and he's got a really great voice and that's you know what like got him famous and all these other things yeah, for sure but this album is so uh, aside from all the other things about it it's not yeah. what it even claims it's gonna be like right. he calls it modern southern american music lol it's supposed to be about like the woods and stuff yeah. And then you have songs like Sauce and Supplies. I was going to say
1: Sauce. Yeah.
0: Supplies is the worst song on this album. I fucking hate this song. Yeah.
1: Honestly, when I tried to listen to it through the first time, Supplies came on and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I hate Supplies.
0: <laughs> actually, actually I think the worst one is probably Wave.
1: Oh yeah, that's a that no, I think which one whichever one comes second, it was one of those songs and I was like, I can't oh, do man. this
0: anymore. Wave. The thing is, so filthy's great. Midnight Summer Jam is fine. Yeah. Sauce is yeah. like whatever. Yeah. Man of the Woods w- is fine, and then you get into this string of songs that like are hard to even get through. Yeah, like yep. Wave. It's so painful. He starts going like yeah. Wave. Oh, it's, it was, it hurt me to wave. listen to it. And like at the end, wave. well then not, yeah. he does that. And then it goes now the other wave now. The uh-huh. other. And I was yep. like, no more waves, please. No. Holy no. shit. I can't listen to this. And it's like yeah. five minutes long. All um, these songs are way too these, long.
1: They're long. And there's also, is, is there 16?
0: Mm, probably there's a I, lot.
1: There's a lot of tracks. And honestly, and i know that this is just a this is just a personal opinion and something that i like but in an album like this where it's purely pop and it's not, you know, super substantial keep it at 9 or 10 songs. Yeah. Like i think you can really hone in, get exact get across what you want, but like jesus christ 16 songs. But i think that
0: speaks to like he was trying to To not make like an artsier album,
1: yeah. Let's like we
0: we haven't even talked about the worst part of this album,
1: which is the
0: voiceovers from his wife.
1: I couldn't. I couldn't. I think I started a song and she started talking. I was like, I this is. I cannot
0: listen to this. It is like he wrote all of them, by the way. Okay. Oh, of course he did. And they're all recorded on like an iPhone voice app, whatever that thing is called. Oh, Um, yeah. It is, like, the most trite, <laughs> and, like, it's so, it's like a, it's like an eighth grader trying to write poetry.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know if you Ugh. listened to it, it sounds like you didn't, but no, there's... No, I didn't. There's a, an interlude called Hers... Where (laughs) I avoided that one, I was like, I know I won't like this. Well, Jessica, dearest Jessica, she has a fine voice and whatever else, but like she doesn't sell this shit at all. But like, it's this interlude that's maybe a whole minute, like, it's way too long. Yeah, and she's talking about wearing, um, quote unquote, his shirt. And how she feels <sighs> like she can like be part of his memories and all this shit mm, and it's no. like the dumbest no. thing I've ever heard and then it goes into a song called flannel yeah that is which like oh my god loved. the thing is I think there's like right, three, it's about the woods there's like three songs on here that I actually do really like yeah um Montana's one of them which is funny to me that you hate that one it's like
1: it was fine. <laughs>
0: Um, I really like Montana. I like the ones that are just about sex because that's what Justin Timberlake should be. I like. And
1: I mean, it's like, honestly, listening to Filthy and I guess Montana and like Midnight Summer Jam, if those were to come on at like a dance party,
0: like hell yeah. Yeah, and that's like what this shit should be for. Yeah. Um, another really painful one is The Hard mm-hmm. Stuff. I it's the, don't know. It's the second to last track, and it's the one, um. you might recognize it as the one where he suddenly has a southern accent.
1: And that... You said a moment ago that it's supposed to be Southern Rock or whatever. Yeah. Is he from the South? He was
0: was born in a community outside Memphis.
1: Oh, his poor baby.
0: Which is a huge fucking city. And then he was on mickey mouse club by the time he was like 12 he, so i'm right. like don't pretend to me that you're this like no. country boy just like don't even he's like, like play this game yeah
1: don't try and say like i'm from backwoods like i'm a West man of Virginia. the woods it's like no like, shut up and that's no. like
0: living off the land is this whole song about like a man who has to like work hard every day and can't <laughs> pay his bills and he's like gambling it's like the most like formulaic country shit I don't, it's really confusing because if he wanted to make a country album, why didn't he? Because half of these are supposed to be like R&B and then the other half are like punk and, or punk, (laughs) or pop. Right. And then he throws in this like confusing country stuff. Like, um, what's it called? Say Something, which is this crossover he does with Chris Mm. Stapleton, who Mm -hmm. is an extremely popular Mm. country artist right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Like what is he doing? I just don't yeah, understand, I don't, and I don't think he understood.
1: No, I don't think he did either. I, I, it's it guys, it's just if you if you want a catchy pop song, listen to one of the singles. at yeah. <laughs> The end. That's it. That's literally all it's good for. And I don't like the cover design. And I don't.
0: Well, and I think <sighs> I wanted to listen to this because I wanted to have a conversation about pop music. Yeah. Okay, it- let's. Because Let's I talk
1: about pop music as the B
0: fifty twos. Because I think like you and I mm-hmm. and most people who uh, I don't I don't know how to say this without sounding like an asshole. No, that's fine. I think most people who like take music a little bit seriously who have more of an interest in it than like just turning on the radio. Yeah. They they don't really consider like sitting down and listening to an entire pop artist's album because people you think like that's not what this is for. Right. Like, these albums right. are not created to be digested in this way. No, not at all. So I wanted to sit down and have both of us listen to a pop album in its entirety. Yeah. And talk about, like, what this is. And it and it's interesting because even, like, Future Sex Love Sounds, which was very, like, mm-hmm. well-received. Yeah. I can't get through that whole album. Right. I go to, like, Sexy Back, and I'm like, that's all I want here. Right or like 2020 <laughs> like, but experience. But seriously, yeah, like 2020 experience. Even though I really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. it's a it's all shaped around the singles, and the rest is just like to sh- to, to like filler. Well, yeah, it's like to get enough. Playtime to sell an album.
1: Well, I mean, it's probably... I bet their goals... Because you're c- completely right. I didn't even think about, like, sitting through and listening to a pop album. But it's yeah. it's not something that I, I ever... Do, that I, I rarely do. Well, I don't even know if that's, um, like,
0: the intention of them.
1: Right. But the thing is, is what... So, yeah, they've got the singles, which will play on your Z103s, etc. <laughs> I love that then, reference. That's so good. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's a deep cut, guys. Um, and then what like the other songs maybe they'll get in like a summer blockbuster movie or like in a commercial. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, we know this is just in Timberlake. It's just a bit of a deeper cut or something." Right? Right? Like that's probably what it's for. Like you I you can probably see a movie with Jessica Biel in it and then <laughs> I don't know, there's like a Justin Timberlake Whoa. song playing underneath
0: and then it's meta. And that's like and when it's... I look at the track listing here. Uh-huh. You know, there are some, like, obvious standouts that, like, they really took the time to make this be something that, like, is going to play on the radio. Yeah. And then there's yeah. just, like, flannel, breeze off the pond, the hard stuff, um, sauce, like, morning... Oh God, like, I hate not, sauce. Yeah, like, all these songs uh. that are, like, <laughs> they just seem like no one really gave a fuck because they no. knew they didn't have to. And what
1: was... What was, what's the sample at beginning
0: of Sauce? Because it made me angry. I was like, why are you sampling things, well, Justin Timberlake? And that's the thing is like, so these are some popular trends right now is doing, like, so to to pimp a butterfly, I know this has been mm-hmm. done before. I know Kendrick Lamar wasn't the first person to do it. right? But in To Pimp a Butterfly, after some of the songs, he'll he would read a line of this poem and you don't really know what's going mm-hmm. on. And then um that would compound so he'd read that line and then the next line and then he'd read those two lines right. and the next line and then at the end of the album he reads this entire poem and then right. he has an interview with Tupac at the end it's like really right. kind of amazing the first time you hear it well, you really like don't see it coming and then right. in lemonade the visual album mm-hmm. um not not the album album but the visual album right Um, In between the songs, she would have these poems about, like, basically being a black woman in America or what it's like being cheated on by your husband or et cetera, et cetera. Right. And most of them hit really well, and they say a lot of really great things. And you can right. feel their experiences and their pain in that. And they're, like, right. Lemonade I really love and I could talk about a lot. Um, yeah. But there's, there's a, even the songs on there that I don't love, like, there's one called Sandcastles, I think. Um, and, yeah. And it's, like, the ballady moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's such, a, like, a redemption song. And it's, like... Yeah. The, the way she delivers these lines, you can, like, feel the shit she's gone through and tried to get right. over and it feels really authentic mm-hmm. and I think he's trying to these things hit well lemonade sold right. really well it's right. a pimp butterfly got a lot of critical acclaim you know what I mean yeah these things yeah. do well not only critically but with the public and so yeah. you can see those gears that are like, oh well, I can just like put in these poems that I wrote, but they're so right. fucking dumb and they don't say anything.
1: Well, it's just, it's it's just that you, with all these producers, you know, yeah, you would think that there would be someone who would said who would say since this is so heavily produced, let's get someone in here to actually write something with feeling.
0: Yeah, you know, but with I think all he wanted money, to because I think people these days. <sighs> If it's not written by them, Yeah, it's not. then it feels, they're like, but, oh, the industry or whatever. And,
1: right. And I'm sure, and this, I hate when people say this sort of shit, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> like, I mean, he surely has his own heartache. Yeah. You know, and struggles. Yeah. Like, every human does. Absolutely. But... But like you've said, he's been on Mickey Mouse Club, and he's been in the public eye, which, honestly, he could probably write a really interesting... If he actually exactly. felt something about this, he could, write, he could write something really interesting. Exactly. But if he keeps playing into, like, the... Uh, he's married to an A-list celebrity. And they have a son. He's Justin Timberlake. It's yeah.
0: yeah uh, life is good. And I think that's really, like, a lot of artists end up writing about how shitty, like, being in the spotlight is and stuff. Yeah. And even yeah. though it is kind of a, a cliche at this point... Right. Maybe that's something he could actually feel.
1: But if he actually felt that, like yeah. it would he could even do it in a
0: fucking pop
1: album. Right. It would be
0: awesome. Well, and an interesting thing too is that one of the big appeals to the to the twenty twenty albums for me. Yeah. The production was so rich. Like oh, every nice. song was like supple <laughs> and like yeah. dripping with just like production you could hear it it was so clean and so just like it was I mean you could it you could tell it sounded like it cost a shit ton to produce right (laughs) and that's fun to hear hell yeah and then like this album you really lose that yeah and then it's just kind of like what am I even here for like I don't know it's like it's just I don't hate it I really don't and I think most of the songs are totally fine I only hated like three or four of them like actually really didn't yeah. like but it's just like a waste of time
1: yeah yeah and I I mean besides sauce I really really hated that song and the wave song. yeah yeah it's just I hate like, supplies it's so fucking dumb oh god yeah it's I I just it's probably fine and I mean it accomplished something even though it you know mm-hmm. it'll play on the radio <laughs> Even though it's probably not like what he wanted, he probably wanted that Kendrick Lamar critical acclaim. But like, come on, dude. I know. I'm just like you're Justin but, Timberlake. But like, come on you know? just like know who you <laughs> right. are, man. Yeah, and do the, do the best you can, and then go promote it on Jimmy Fallon. Like, yeah, oh do what God. you need.
0: And that's the thing. Yeah, he's definitely like in that realm of celebrity of like, yeah, like your mom probably really li- not your mom specifically. No, moms right, like him. moms, <laughs> right. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. It's
1: like, oh, that Justin Timberlake is so cute. And we're like, he's 40 now. America's sweetheart.
0: (laughs) Right. I don't, I really don't think I have anything else to say. That's just, I wanted to talk about how I felt about this album, and I'm glad that I got to. We, honestly, this has probably been our
1: most productive um, album discussion yet, and I'd like to shake your hand. Well, I think
0: in our past album ones i used to like yeah. sit down and write notes and get ready and then the last like three we've done i've just been like fuck it yeah and i think right. i need to not do that so guys this is verbal confirmation from yeah. riley
1: that she's gonna i'm gonna do better i'm
0: gonna take notes i'm not... gonna have thoughts prepared to talk about whoa
1: i guys i don't ever take notes and you're not getting a confirmation for me but but good. i will i'll ponder only one of us needs
0: notes because then the other person can just respond and that's all we need
1: (laughs) guys isn't that what we're all here for yeah just kindred responding it really is (laughs) just going "Uh uh-huh
0: no Uh you had a lot of good things to say
1: (laughs) oh thanks thank you i'm in a guys here's the phrase i like to say and then i'm gonna follow it by saying something (laughs) here's a peek behind the curtain (laughs) um We, I honestly had a really weird day at work and I got yelled at by this complete douchebag and he was saying, one of my bosses, I work for attorneys, if you guys, you guys all know this though. We aren't like getting new listeners. You're all
0: super fans.
1: (laughs) You're all super fans at this point. And he was like, she's a fucking piece of shit. And he just kind of yelled at me for five minutes. He kept saying, like, you're fine.
0: So, like, I didn't take it personally because he kept saying, like, I'm fine. That's like the experience I had this week with that guy that was yelling at me. It was very similar. He's like, I like you. I hate her. And I I was like, okay. It's
1: it's like, but it's just like taxing. Anyway, when we started recording this, I realized I was really low energy. So, like, I apologize to the listeners for for being. Oh, whatever.
0: Low energy. (laughs) As Who, I fade away into the listen. background. <laughs> no one is tuning into this podcast like, I need to get hyped up. <laughs> Gotta get pumped yeah. for my Friday night. They're just like, oh, I want to hear. No. They probably don't even want to hear what we think about this album. I don't know why people listen. Please let us know why you listen to this.
1: Because we'll keep doing it, we'll keep I guess. It. No, we definitely are. Guys, this is our promise to you. We love this podcast. I
0: promise I
1: promise <laughs> you
0: I will.
1: Oh, Riley, I need to... I know we've got other things that we still have to do, Um, but I have something for you to watch for our next episode. Hell yeah. I remembered to think of something. Let's get it announced, girl. I will get it announced. And if you've seen it, then I've got a second pick. And then if you've seen that, then fuck it, and we'll just all decide
0: off air. I'm sure okay? I've seen none of them. Let's go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. In honor of Oscars next week, which is actually... The week before when you guys will be hearing this, so like, we did really good. Oscars, not this. the
0: Oscars, just Oscars, <laughs>
1: just <laughs> Oscars, <laughs> Oscar season. Um, I have you seen the 1970 movie Love Story? No, for sure not. Okay, it's on Hulu, so you don't have to pay for it. You can just borrow my account, guys. And here's my password. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, let's all share Kindred's Hulu. <laughs>
0: that sounds like a nightmare. Um,
1: Anyway, streaming on Hulu. Hell yeah. And I'll, you can watch it. Love and Story. And we'll talk
0: about it. Love Story. Sounds that's Sounds very familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. I'll um, let you know when I start watching yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, probably yeah. just anyway. thinking of the hit Taylor Swift song, Love Story. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: Why didn't we even talk about how much we love Taylor Swift and her pop music? Actually, like, oh I do have God. a note about
0: her in here. Oh, please tell me. Well, it's just because she's like tried to all cross over to <laughs> pop now. And Justin's like, yeah. I know, I'll cross over the country.
1: <laughs> oh Yeah.
0: They're missing a spot with Taylor swift
1: gone. It's really true. Um, do we rate this album now?
0: Yeah. What do you rate it?
1: Uh, I don't know three. I mean, but that's like, you guys, my scale's really skewampus, but like, I feel it's a three, but like, that doesn't mean it is a three.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'd give it it a three. I think I, I'd give it a four. I was going to say five, but just with like how disappointing it is, I think it should be a four. Yeah. It's below average. It's not like unlistenable.
1: No, it's just, it's not. I don't know. There's like no
0: reason to listen to it.
1: Like to honest. honestly, I honestly I saved "Filthy" and uh, "Midnight Summer Jam" to my songs in Spotify. It's so interesting. will like, I
0: I really don't like "Midnight Summer Jam." It's just interesting to I me, don't... like, what hits with certain people.
1: It is, yeah. Well, I like the principle of it too. Like I, I mean, <laughs> just I like the idea of a midnight summer jam, and I've had many. What didn't like you know when you that you have those songs when it's. When we were in high school,
0: I, I and we would yeah. I like it. I like it. It's good.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. It's not like it's not a, it's not incredible by any stretch of the imagination. But
0: well, but I like it. On that note, my favorite transitional <laughs> phrase. Why don't we play everyone's favorite game? Real good whistling with Riley. Real, real good whistling with Riley. Um, if you're unfamiliar with this game, I like to say this every time and I pretend like I'm Drew Carey on Whose Line Is It Anyway? I love it. I'm, uh, uh, I love it. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with this game, this is the game where I whistle a song. I cannot whistle. And the points
1: don't matter. And the
0: points don't matter. And Kendra tries to guess what it is and she has a hard time because yep. I can't whistle.
1: I'm going to get it this time. I've got a really good feeling about it. I have a
0: feeling that you know the song but you don't know what it's called so I don't think you're going to get it. Oh.
1: Fuck, okay. Right. God, you're really stacking the odds against me. Ready?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay i can't keep whistling you're not gonna get
1: it um uh give me i think last year i asked for a decade last year give me a decade yeah i mean last episode i need to go to
0: bed bye okay
1: 90s it's the 90s 90s um oh wow that's so close
0: i must have whistled it pretty good yeah i i got that um Hmm, 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 hmm. i don't know Wait. i don't really it's definitely the uh, wrong key but that's okay r- well you know i'm doing the i'm doing the best mo- i can um uh i don't know the macarena oh my god it's um this is you need to go listen to the song because if you don't love the song we're gonna have to have a conversation okay. um, on air yeah <laughs> It's called "I Love You Always Forever" by Donna Lewis.
1: Oh yeah, no, I, I mean, I, yeah, that's exactly I what it is. I love
0: you always forever. Near yeah, and I'm, closer yeah. together. It's the best fucking it, song ever. It played at
1: TJ Maxx all the time, girl. That's exactly what it is. If you ever like
0: want to get Josh real hyped, uh huh, turn that <laughs> song on. Oh. Oh, that's really cute. <laughs> he loves that song. That's one of our like oh. actual jams. When at the at the uh dance party last week. Uh-huh. He was like, "Do you have any requests?" And I said, "I love you always forever" by Donna Lewis, and he played oh. it, and it hit so hard. Everybody fucking loved it.
1: That's so awesome. Yeah, that's it's amazing. so awesome. It's a great song. Great song. Um yeah, that's really really great. Um I like to <laughs>
0: Bear my testimony.
1: <laughs> I, nope, I did that last last did, episode,
0: and I'm really sorry, guys. I'm uh. <coughs> That's it That was all I had Stop. to say. Is that our cl- closing catchphrase? Cl- <laughs> yeah. Here, give me a prompt, and I'll try it again. Okay. Uh, Kindred, take us away with our famous closing catchphrase. Uh huh. <coughs> Ew. <laughs> Bye, <Thank> everybody. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Bye. <laughs>